Well, today, my brothers and sisters, we celebrate the Feast of the Passion, or the death of St. John the Baptist. John the Baptist is a very, very important figure, and that's reflected in our liturgy because we actually celebrate both his birth and his death. So it's really pretty remarkable. We do that with Mary, and we do that, of course, with our Lord Jesus Christ. But for uh, a third person, a saint, another saint, to be given that liturgically is, is quite special. So today we see this contrast between what I would say strength and weakness, the figure and the character of St. John the Baptist as a, as a figure of great strength that we should be uh, in awe of and emulate and really pray that God would give us the grace to be able to imitate. And then we see in contrast to the strength of John the Baptist, we see the weakness of Herod. Okay, And it's very interesting because Herod, you can see God's grace working in his life. Okay, uh, It was a mistake for him to arrest John, of course. He did it probably more at the prompting of his wife, and so he's letting you know this woman in his life kind of basically cause him to do something that he knew was really unjust. Okay, so that's his first weakness. Um, then we see him in prison, and he calls John into his presence quite frequently to talk with him. And he really actually likes to hear John the Baptist talk because he knows what this guy is saying is right and it's true. And his heart is moved and softened whenever John speaks about the law of God and the truth of of God's kingdom. And so for anybody on this earth who really does, you know, pause and like, listen to the truth of the gospel, that is a, is a very great gift of grace. Okay? Because some people will, you know, I mean, I've experienced this in my own life. I speak with some people, other people, and you, you get very different reactions. You know, when you're sharing the gospel with people, you get very, very different reactions. And unfortunately, some people uh, who really are very hard-hearted, they don't want to hear anything, nothing, And in fact, the gospel doesn't make them pause. It doesn't give them delight. It makes them very angry. (laughs) Okay, so those are people with like super hard hearts. And Herod is not like that. We see the grace of God working in his heart. And so there's this process of softening that's going on. But unfortunately, and this is the tragedy of the figure of Herod, is he doesn't cooperate fully with God's grace. You see, and St. James tells us, let us not be just hearers of the word, but doers also. And so if he knew, and here we see he's perplexed. He listens to John and he's very perplexed. Okay, what that means is that he's got a doubtful conscience. He has this sense in his heart that what John is saying is true, and yet he still goes and he retains him in prison, retains that situation that's an injustice. He retains his wife, which was an injustice, so forth and so on, all of these different things. So he's kind of living in the midst of sin, and yet at the same time knowing it is sin, but not doing anything about it. So again, going to that passage in St. James, um, you know, let us not just be hearers of the word of God, but doers as well. Okay, For he who goes and he hears the word of God and then 
goes away. It's like he looks in the mirror and he notices there's something kind of dirty on his face, but then he doesn't take the opportunity to clean it off and he just kind of walks away. He <laughs> stops looking at the mirror. <laughs> if you just stop looking at the mirror, I guess the dirt, the dirt disappears? No. <laughs> the dirt remains, okay? So you got to take that extra step and clean it up. Clean it up. So the, the tragedy here with Herod is that he didn't, he, he didn't have the, the, to fully, the grace to fully cooperate with what God was asking him to do. Now in contrast, we have the very edifying example of St. John the Baptist, who didn't fumble through life, you know, being bounced around by people's opinions, making his decisions on the basis of whatever was immediately convenient or expedient or whatever it is, but he had this fresh start. You know, John the Baptist had the grace of being raised in the desert. Okay, he was actually raised in the desert. So he was, he, when you grow up with animals, you're not really afraid of human beings. Okay, and that's, that's John the Baptist. He was not afraid of any human being. And he studied the law of God from his youth on upwards, and he knew it, and he was a fearless proponent and proclaimer of it. And he embraced it in the depth of his heart, and then he shared it fearlessly uh, and joyfully. I'm sure, with with the world. And it got him killed, sure, it got him killed. Um, but better to hang on to the truth and hang on to your conscience uh, and die than to live a life that's nothing but death inside of your heart because you know that you're living contrary to your conscience. And so Herod lives on, but he's really the dead one. Whereas John the Baptist gets killed, but he lives forever. Uh, before God, before whom he walks throughout his life in total integrity. Uh, and so for us who maybe are not exactly a Herod, but we're not exactly a John the Baptist, we pray that God gives us that grace to fully cooperate with his vocation in our life so that we might be people of total integrity and not go halfway, but go all the way and to live before the Lord in total integrity. Uh, and consistency in, in every element and every area of our life, even if it costs us our life. We pray today that God would give us that grace so that we could be uh, imitators of, of St. John the Baptist and through his prayers, maybe so.